Good evening, it is 5pm and you're listening to Today in YGK on CFRC 11.9 FM. Brought to you by CFRC's News Collective, Christina Laurie, Dinah Jansen, Chancellor Miracle, Lauren Tucker, Mary McKetty, and Jesse Bell. I'm Christina Laurie and here are your local news headlines. City Issues Housing and Social Services Report for 2022 The City of Kingston's Housing and Social Services team invites community members to learn more about the remarkable work achieved last year by reading the 2022 Housing and Social Services Annual Report on the City of Kingston website. This report emphasizes and honors the profound influence our dedicated staff, community partners, and service providers put forward every day to ensure that people have access to the support and services they need, says Ruth Nordegraff, Director of Housing and Social Services. With the help of our incredible community partners, the city has greatly expanded affordable housing options, streamlined services, and improved our processes. I am very proud of the work that's happened over the past year and invite you to read this report that highlights the results of our efforts. The report is now available for review online and offers updates on child care and early years services, social assistance, social housing, homelessness services, affordable housing programs, and community connections. The Housing and Social Services Department school is to work collaboratively to provide essential and meaningful services that help individuals and families secure their financial, housing, and childcare needs. Supporting housing affordability and fostering a caring and inclusive community are two of Council's strategic priorities for 2023 to 2026. Due to the upcoming candidate weekend, higher volumes of traffic are to be expected when traveling to and from Wolf Island. Longer than usual wait times are to be expected during the long weekend, with the busiest time frame being between the hours of 1500 and 1800 on Thursday, June 29th, Friday, June 30th, and all day Saturday, July 1st. When planning your Canada Day weekend, consider alternative transportation options, such as walking on the ferry and using public transportation. For more information on Kingston transportation, you can head to cityofkingston.ca slash residence slash transit. For shuttle information at Wolf Island, you can see wolfislanddocs.ca slash public notices. For real-time ferry updates, you can follow Wolf Islander 3 on Twitter. Frontenac Linux and Addington Ontario Health Team launches plan to address gaps in local healthcare system. Healthcare providers from across Frontenac Linux and Addington counties, including Kingston Community Health Centers, Kingston Health Sciences Centre, Providence Care, and Queen's University are joining arms in an effort to change the way care is coordinated across the region. More than 300 healthcare and wellness service providers have teamed up to form the Frontenac's Lennox and Addington Ontario Health Team and have released a new five-year plan entitled Achieving Our Best Health. The plan will see enhanced collaboration and partnerships across the health, social services, and wellness sectors and includes a series of targeted initiatives that aim to solve some of the big challenges facing patients and residents across the two counties. With the launch of our plan, we are uniting with a common purpose to redesign our healthcare system to overcome challenges and seize opportunities to create stronger, more connected systems and healthier communities. Highlights of the five-year plan for achieving our best health include addressing the primary care shortage, coordinating care across sectors, improving access to mental health services, empowering patients with technology, and empowering providers with technology. The plan was co-created through extensive community engagement with over a thousand people participating, including partners of the organization, Francophone and Indigenous community members, along with the general public, to address the unique health and wellness needs of all community members. We recognize that people with lived experience in the healthcare system, as well as their family members and care partners, provide essential perspective and ideas on what needs to be improved in our system, says Dr. Morrison. Their involvement in co-designing our strategic plan has ensured that our plan is truly reflective of the needs of the communities we serve. For that reason, they continue to look for more community members to share their voices and experiences to help us redesign the system that we need and deserve. 
Community members can get involved by joining the community council, participating in focus groups, or sharing their experiences with one of the project groups. To really change the way care is delivered and organized, community voices need to be a part of early planning and decision making, says Alan Katz, community council co-chair. As a francophone community member, knowing that I am providing advice about healthcare programs and services that can be improved is empowering. That's all for your headlines this week, and next up is Lauren with your Arts Desk. Thanks, Christina. Here's your arts and culture news for today. Artfest Kingston is fast approaching, running next weekend from July 1st to 3rd, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. daily in City Park. Over 150 artists will be exhibiting their work at this free all-ages festival, ranging from paintings to pottery, woodcraft, glass art, metal arts, jewelry, clothing, gourmet food, body care, candles, and even more. Plus, there's always something for everyone to do with creative activities and workshops for the kids, adults, and seniors, as well as live music, dance, and theater all weekend long. You can visit artfestontario.com to learn more. Also on the way is the Kingston Buskers Rendezvous, which will be hitting the downtown from July 6th to 9th on Princess Street, Ontario Street, and in Confederation Park. These performers will be delighting downtown crowds in a variety of music, juggling, dancing, magic, circus, and even live fire performance, and passing around the hat for any support you may want to give. The full schedule is still under construction, but you can visit downtownkingston.ca to learn more and get excited. If you're looking for something for the kids this summer, the Kingston Frontenac Public Library will be hosting Stories in the Square all summer on Thursdays from 10.30 to 11 a.m. at the City Hall Amphitheater. Bring your blanket and sunscreen and stop by for stories, songs, and lots of fun for children of all ages. For more on Stories in the Square, as well as other stories and library events, you can visit calendar.kfpl.ca. No Static will be hosting the Sweat Rave event at the Next Church Gymnasium this coming Friday, June 30th, to close out Pride Month and create a safe, accessible, hate-free, vibrant dance floor. This event is strictly for ages 19 and up, is a masked event, and is $15 at the door, although no one will be turned away for a lack of funds. Doors are at 7pm, so come by to dance to new and familiar DJs, be nice, have fun, respect the space, and respect the patrons. For more on No Static's events and the CFRC radio show, as well as this event, you can check them out on Instagram at NoStaticForever. The 2023 National Youth Orchestra Chamber Fest continues this week at the Isabel Bader Center with evening and matinee performances from NYO students and faculty all throughout the week, running until the 30th of June. The orchestra is currently preparing for a national tour, and as such, their concerts are offered free of charge as a token of gratitude to the supportive Kingston community that has hosted their training institute. For a full list of the upcoming Isabel performances, you can find the listing at queensu.ca slash the Isabel. And for more on the National Youth Orchestra, visit nyoc.org. And the Movement Market Collective will be presenting their second annual Ground Up Dance Festival this coming week from July 4th to 9th, featuring professional and community dance performances performances, opening and closing night parties, as well as workshops throughout the city. You can catch the full interview with Camille Spencer of the Movement Market Collective Ground Up Dance Festival this Friday at 3 p.m. on the Kingston Curator. And you can find the full festival schedule and tickets for reserved events at movementmarket.ca. That's all I've got for you on Arts Desk today. Now I'll turn it over to Jesse Bell at the Sports Desk. Good evening. 
This is Jesse Bell on the CFRC Sports Desk, and this is your sports report for Wednesday, June 28, 2023. The NHL awards were held last night, and it was Richmond Hill native and Edmonton Oilers superstar Connor McDavid who would take home the most prestigious of all awards, the Hart Trophy for the league's MVP. This is McDavid's third time winning the Hart Trophy, and it comes in the wake of his 153-point season. Other big winners on the evening included San Jose Sharks defenseman Eric Carlson, who took home the Norris Memorial Trophy, as well as Boston goalie Linus Olmark, who took home the Vesna. Moving now to the Canadian Football League, there are three games on the schedule for Canada Day weekend. At 7.30pm on Friday, June 30th, it is a battle of winless teams as the 0-3 Edmonton Elk travel to Ottawa to play the 0-2 Ottawa Red Blacks. On Saturday, July 1st at 7pm, we have a marquee matchup between the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, who sit at 2-1, and the 2-0 Montreal Alouettes in Montreal. And then to wrap up the holiday weekend on Monday, July 3rd at 7pm, it will be the 3-0 BC Lions traveling to Toronto to take on the 2-0 Toronto Argonauts. In local sports news, both the U16 and U18 Kingston Grenadiers football teams will be in action on Saturday, July 1st at Richardson Memorial Stadium. Kickoff for the U18 game versus the Oshawa Hawkeyes is scheduled for 1pm, followed by the U16 game versus the Hawkeyes at 4pm. The U18 and U16 squads sit at 500 on the year with 2-2 two two records. All the games at this point in the season are must-win for their playoff aspirations. This concludes your sports report for Wednesday, June 28th. This is Jesse Bell from the CFRC Sports Desk signing off and throwing it over to my main man Chance for your community update. The following message has been provided by Health Canada regarding summer safety. When doing yard work, it is important to know how to safely use your power tools and equipment. You can avoid injury by properly maintaining and using these items. Ensure you read, understand, and follow the manufacturer's instructions before using a power tool. Equipment should only be used for its intended purpose. Inspect your equipment before use to make sure that it is in good working order and safety guards are in place. Remove rocks, sticks, toys, and tools from the lawn before using a power equipment. Before plugging in any power equipment, make sure the power switch is turned off. Never operate power tools with frayed cords. And keep children away from mowing area and never allow them to operate or ride a lawnmower. Always wear protective gear when using power tools, such as closed-toed shoes, work boots, safety glasses, and hearing protection. Loud noise from power garden equipment can gradually cause permanent hearing loss and the inability to hear warning sounds. Decorative, refillable outdoor torches are great to sit by on a warm summer night. However, they can pose flammability and toxicity hazards to you and your children. Here are some tips for safe use. Teach your children that these products are not toys. Store products according to their label instructions. Always read the label of any chemical product before using it. Finally, many Canadians love to barbecue all year round, but especially when the weather starts to get warm. Find out how to use your barbecue safely on the Health Canada website with their helpful list. The Public Service Alliance Canada Local 901 
and Queen's University Faculty Association are partnering with Root Radical to fund bi-weekly vegetable boxes for PSAC 901 members experiencing food insecurity. Root Radical is a farm on Howe Island that operates through a community shared agricultural model. Root Radical is supporting this initiative through discounted vegetable boxes. PSAC and QUFA are funding a limited number of veggie boxes, but individual donations allow for a greater number of shares and more PSAC 901 members are supported. PSAC and QUFA have set up a fundraiser on GoFundMe to help reach their goal. You can find more information as well as donation methods by searching for the campaign titled PSAC 901 Emergency Food Fund. That's all for now. I'm Chancellor Miracle, and this has been your Community Update. Now over to Christina Laurie with your campus news. Thank you, Chancellor. This is Christina Laurie coming in with your campus news updates. To start us off, Queen's students have a few dates to keep in mind at the start of July. On July 1st, tuition fees are due in full for summer term classes. That's the July to August six-week session, with the exception of OSAP students. On July 1st and 3rd, classes will not be held due to the Canada Day holiday. On July 4th, summer term classes begin for the July to August six-week session. On July 10th, students unable to register in the summer term by this date must submit an academic petition to the Office of the Associate Dean. If the academic petition to register late is granted, students must pay tuition fees in full. On July 10th, it's the last date to add summer term classes and on the 10th, it's the last day to drop summer term classes without financial penalty. Also in Queen's news, increasing access through financial aid and outreach. Changes to Queen's financial aid distribution and expanded community connections are helping connect more students with post-secondary education. The first 100 recipients of the university's new Major Access Award will be starting their studies at Queen's this fall. These awards provide $10,000 to $18,000 per year for four years to incoming undergraduate students with the highest financial need. The university announced the new awards last year as part of a transformation of financial aid programs designed to increase access to a Queen's education. Queen's has made this level of support available by restructuring financial aid for first-year students. We are providing significant and sustained funding to our highest-need students because we know that large, predictable, and renewable support is what enables them to accept their invitation to join our community, says University Registrar Tracy Alderisi. This is part of our institution-wide commitment to support more students with high financial need so they can choose to attend Queens. That's all for your campus news this week, and next up is Dinah with weather and traffic. Thanks so much, and now it's time for the CFRC weather report. Tonight, we're expecting cloudy skies with a 30% chance of showers this evening, becoming cloudy before morning and a low of 14. Residents are advised that smoke plumes from forest fires over northeastern Ontario and Quebec will move into the area tonight, resulting in deteriorated air quality. On Thursday, we can still expect widespread smoke in the area with a high of 25 and clear skies at night with a low of 13. On Friday, we'll have a mix of sun and cloud with a 40% chance of showers and a high of 26 and cloudy periods on Friday night with a low of 18. On Saturday, cloudy with a 40% chance of showers all day and tonight with a high of 26 and a low of 18 at night. And the outlook for Sunday is cloudy periods with a 40% chance of showers and a high of 26 and Sunday night, 30% chance of showers and a low of 18. 
And now it's time for the City of Kingston traffic report. Motorists, cyclists, and pedestrians can expect road closures on Beverly Street from Union to Queen, Dunkirk Avenue from Alfred to Fergus, Lower Burr Swing Bridge is closed until further notice, Palace Road from Park to Carruthers, Sydenham Street from Queen to Princess is closed until September 5th for downtown Kingston activations, University Avenue from Union to Earl is closed until December 22nd, and Wright Crescent from the south intersection of Palace to 16 Palace. The School Streets Initiative is still in effect until June 29th on McDonnell Street from Earl to Hill and Sydenham Street from Ordnance to Colburn from 8.40 a.m. to 9.10 a.m. in the morning and 3.20 p.m. to 3.50 p.m. in the afternoons. And the Play Street Initiative on Thomas Street from County to Patrick is in effect until August 28th from 3.30 to 5.30 p.m. Construction is still underway at the Chow Memorial parking lot. Additional parking is available at the Hanson Memorial and Robert Bruce Memorial parking garages. And the public EV charging stations at Center 70 are unavailable until late October. And the Robert Bruce Memorial parking garage on the second level will be closed on July 4th for approximately two weeks to conclude structural maintenance. Other road delays can be expected on Bath Road at Queen Mary, Highway 15 from Maine to Highway 2, Highway 33 east of Collins Creek Bridge to west of Coronation Boulevard, Jackson Mills Road from 1859 Jackson Mills to Burbrook, Sandhill Road from Boundary to 3058 to Sandhill, and Taylor Kidd Boulevard from Collins Bay to just 100 meters west of the Collins Creek Bridge. And the Rideau Trail from Queen Mary to Parkway still remains closed for crews to complete replacement of the sanitary mains. And now over to Mary with this week's CFRC events calendar. I'm Mary McKetty, and this is your events calendar for the week. For your live music lineup this week, I'm featuring performances from Princess Towers, Keeper E, The Change, and Julia Finnegan. This Thursday, Princess Towers is live from 7 to 10 p.m. at Hotel Wolf Island, located at 1237 County Road 96. The Audacious Folk and Country Band are joined by folk group Funeral Lakes and singer-songwriter Piner for a fun night filled with folk tunes. Tickets are $15 or pay what you can, and you can purchase them online at hotelwolfisland.com. Don't forget to check out Wolf Island Fairy Times at yfairy.ca and that's wifairy.ca before heading out. Also on Thursday, Halifax-based Keeper E performs with Kingston's own Julia Finnegan starting at 6.30pm at Music E, located at 73 Brock Street. Adele Elwood, also known as Keeper E, is an indie pop electronic artist here in the city for her Nothing Going On tour. Joining her is local singer-songwriter Julia Finnegan, and together they've got a great show lined up for you. Tickets are $10 at the door, and more information is available online at kingstonlive.ca or on the Music E Instagram page at Music E Cafe and that's M-U-S-I-I-K-K-I Cafe. Coming up on Friday, the change is live from 8 to 11 p.m. at the Royal Canadian Horse Artillery Club, located at 193 Ontario Street. This classic rock band has been in the business since the 1990s, so you can trust that they'll get you dancing with songs that are influenced by music from across the decades. Tickets are $10, and you can purchase one at the door or over the phone by calling 613-542-8152 with your credit card in hand. More information is available at kingstonlive.ca. Your last live music 
acid feature comes from Julia Finnegan, who performs solo from 2 to 5 p.m. at the Spearhead Brewing Company, located at 675 Development Drive. Since starting her musical career in 2015, Julia has created EPs and albums, worked with talents like Miss Emily, and won the YGK Emerging Musician Competition. Her show is one you don't want to miss, so make sure to stop by because cover is free. More information is available at kingstonlive.ca. That's all I've got for live music lineup this week, but I've still got two other events lined up for your calendars. This Friday through Sunday, the IMS for Life Caravan pop-up arrives in Kingston from 9am to 5pm at Woodbine Park, located at the intersection between Princess Street and Collins Bay Road. IMS for Life is hosted by IMS workers, who've been popping up in cities across the province to advance IMS mission to make health services accessible to pets everywhere. IMS offers you the chance to book a free 30-minute grooming appointment for your dogs, which you can do online at iams.ca, and that's I-A-M-S dot C-A. Happening on Sunday, Real Cultural Consulting in the City of Kingston present the Cataraqui Indigenous Art and Food Festival from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at Springer Market Square, located at 216 Ontario Street. The Cataraqui Indigenous Art and Food Festival features different local Indigenous artists, artisans, and musicians every week. This week, you can listen to featured music from Mandy Smart and Crystal Love. This festival is free to attend, and more information is available online at visitkingston.ca slash Cataraqui. And that's visitkingston.ca slash K-A-T-A-R-O-K-W-I dot C-A. This week, we invite you to join Cindy on this Thursday's Indie Wake Up Call. Starting at 8 a.m. and running until 10 a.m., Cindy will be premiering a new single from Kings of Queens, a local rock outfit, on the show one day before the official release date, and they are calling in to talk about it. As well, Kira Johnson will be joining them in the studio to discuss some new music and her upcoming concert at the mansion next week. Make sure you tune in to this Thursday's Indie Wake Up Call with Cindy. Thank you for tuning into CFRC's local news programming. To revisit episodes of Today in YGK and hear more from some of our guests, be sure to head over to our podcast network at podcast.cfrc.ca. Today in YGK has been brought to you by the generous support of the Community Radio Fund of Canada, the Local Journalism Initiative, and Queen's University Career Services. Be sure to stay tuned for more CFRC programming coming up next.